Welcome back to T3 of season two. We talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the chaotic. We are your hosts, Victoria and Kiana. Hi, guys. Welcome back to T2K Transformation. This is Victoria and Kiana. And welcome back. We haven't recorded in like four or five weeks. It's been a while since our last episode. Yes, so. Yep, just lots and lots of work and lots and lots of busyness happening. So we wanted to get on here and record before Kiana leaves for the week. She's going to Miami. And so that's really exciting. And I have... Shake my ass on a yacht. Yes. The song. <laughs> and I have sorority recruitment. Yeah, you're going to be fucking... I'm going to be exhausted. It's going to be a fun time. I'm so excited. I love recruitment season. It's always a lot of fun with all the girls. So yay. New babies. How was your week? This week was a good. Um, I worked all week. If y'all do not know, now you know, I have moved to full-time at my job. So I got that news like the second week of August, um, and it became official on the first day of school. So that was about three weeks ago. Actually, four weeks because we're in week four right now. So I've been at full-time for four weeks now. Um, it's Labor Day, so I'm off on Monday today because I typically am never off on Mondays. <laughs> um, but I work full-time eight to five all day. But I get paid a lot of money. Big girl chair. And so, yeah, it's been it's been good. It's been good. So this week was good. My mom came down on Thursday. Well, let's start from the beginning. So Monday I had um regular work. And then I, what did I do on Monday? I don't remember. I did something on Monday. Then Tuesday I had work. And then I went grocery shop or a little bit of shopping because mom was coming and I needed to get some stuff. And then I had sorority stuff. And then Wednesday I had another sorority thing. So back-to-back sorority stuff because we have recruitment this week, so we have some stuff to get done. And then mom came Thursday. Um, on Thursday, I got my nails done because it was the only time I had available, and my nail shop closed down for 10 days. So, um, And then Friday, I worked all day. Then me and mom went to Creme de la Creme. And then Saturday, um, me and mom went to the market downtown, and then me and Key went to go pick flowers at Field of Grace Flower Farm, which is in Shiloh, Georgia. And it was such a fun time. We were the only two there. It was so Well, a nice. cute little white couple was there earlier, but they were there for their anniversary. It was so. like the best experience. Yeah. A goat tried to eat my hair. Yeah, I got to pet goats and pigs and we saw chicks. A fucking goose was like so loud. The fucking uh, The ducks were hilarious. So bad. The ducks were like waddling. <laughs> they were so cute. Um, I set up a coffee bar in my office. If you have not seen this on my TikTok, so you should go watch it. And then she set up the coffee bar after three weeks of two weeks of me telling her she should. Yeah, I was just like, no, it's fine. But I actually enjoy oh, having no, the coffee bar. Coffee it's adorable. From the, from the little kitchen that we have here. There was no coffee in there. I said I was going to get it from the pod, which would have still been cheaper. <laughs> but it's fine. I enjoy my little coffee area. It's adorable. I got some really cute like Halloween cups that say boo and have little coasties on them. Um, and then let's see, Sunday was yesterday. Me and my mom went to a church called Limitless in Fayetteville. So she had my only fucking Fayetteville. And then we went to Home Goods, Trader Joe's, and came back. I came back, she went back home. And then I came home and just chilled. Oh, me kind of also went to Olive Garden on Saturday. It's oh, all yeah. William, who works with me, but he also works at Olive Garden. Oh, and we went to Walmart. Yeah, I got a new trash can finally. So I'm excited about my new trash can. But yeah, it's just been a long couple of weeks. I've been doing homework. 
in the mix of all of the full-timeness I'm doing, picking out orientation days, setting up parent and family day. I'm now the SGA advisor, so it's a constant struggle of things going on. <laughs> I love it because I'm like very involved with the students, but I hate it because I don't want to be involved with the students. So that's where I'm at now. But yeah, it's been a good week. The past couple weeks have been just straight, straight up work, 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 work. It was work literally all the time. So had a few mental breakdowns, but hey, we all have mental breakdowns. And I got to record with Alex um, for her podcast. Oh, yeah. When is that episode going to drop? I don't know. She said she was editing it the other day. And um, Alex kind of drops whatever she feels <laughs> inclined to. So if you don't um, follow her into her, her her Instagram is Alex Kenyon, Kenyon, and it's K-E-N-Y-O-N. And then um, her other Instagram is Goddess Studio, A-V-L, but then her podcast is called The Conscious Connection. So if you want to go and listen to it, she's another spiritual woman that we listen to, and I scheduled a boudoir sheet for October, which I'm very excited about, October 2nd. Which is bad because I do have a thing happening at school on October 1st. So it's going to be a fun weekend. And yeah, that's it really for me. What about you? Um, so I'm actually looking at my planner while I'm telling you guys this. Um, Monday, just, oh, if I did my nails. Um, I actually have started doing my nails, Gelex nails. They're like the best thing possible for me right now. Um, on Tuesday, I started classwork um for art appreciation uh wednesday homework um i got a new business inquiry thursday which is a chill day for me so friday it was cool um my client signed her contract and i like sent out stuff for work saturday we went to the um, flower field after I did like a bunch of work and everything. Um, and then yesterday I just rested and did hella homework. <sighs> and even though I did homework, I still, I got a text message this morning that I got an F on my fucking discussion form. Because I completely forgot to respond to two people. <laughs> Like Those discussions even, will get you. Yeah, she was like, your discussion form is so great, but I have to fail you on this one because you did not respond to two people. I completely forgot because I was so worried about the fucking paper I had to write. And then I had to take both of the quizzes. So it was just over it. Um, but yeah, I've been okay this week. Mentally, I've been straight. Like I've been just like, very grateful, just manifestation, like manifesting, like this trip goes very well. Like I make the passive income for this trip. Like I'm not stressing about anything. Um, emotionally, I'm good. I haven't really needed to like do tarot or anything, like any type of divination um, to try and see what's going on or like why I'm feeling some certain type of ways. I haven't had to do that. Um, I have had a couple dreams lately. Like I can tell it's like my ancestors reaching out. So the last couple of days I've just been like burning candles and just trying to honor them as much as I can. Um, I got my hair done. 
did my toes, did my nails, clear face. I have a lash appointment tomorrow, I think, before we go, because we leave on Thursday. I think I have a lash appointment on Tuesday or Wednesday, but it depends on when Brie has her hair appointment and when she has her wax appointment. <laughs> like, we're trying to get it all together, but I know it's going to be like after five. So it'll probably be like eight, nine o'clock when my appointment is. Lord. Just because she has, she's That's when I'm in bed. Yeah, she's getting braids done. That's why I'm like this. Yeah, so. With my new way of looking. <laughs> Because I'm, but actually, I won't even be bad this week. Dang it, Victoria. Yeah, look at you. In my mind, I'm in bed, but yeah, I will be that, right up in that office. It's been real good. Um, so we have three topics we're gonna talk about, and then we're, of course, we're gonna do the Am I the Asshole at the end of the episode. Am I the asshole? Um, so we should totally do an ASMR episode. Know, our very favorite bitch is back in ASMR. action. What? We should totally do an ASMR episode. I hate ASMR episodes. We're not doing that shit. You do that shit by yourself. That'll be an episode. On, I can't even fucking hear her, by the way. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'd be like, that would piss me off. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wait. Congratulations to Emily. She got engaged Woo-hoo! last week or the Congrats week before. To and, Joe. and then I don't think we ever said this, but Rue had her babies. Oh yeah, so, Rue dropped the twins. Um, <laughs> the twins are two months. I want to say about two months. Yeah. So, congrats, Rue. Our bad. <laughs> um. Yeah, but what else? Oh, retrograde. Our favorite girl is mm. back. Mercury retrograde is coming in full force. Retrograde is from September 9th to October 1st. And of course, you guys know that I am going to give you the 411 about what to expect. Um, so Mercury will be in Libra. It's going to re-enter Virgo on the 23rd, and then it's going to um, station direct on October 2nd in Virgo. And because it begins in Libra, you'll be dealing with harmony, friendship, and romance. Oh, great. Um, it also begins at eight degrees in Libra, which is the Scorpio degree, adding a shade of intensity and passion to this retrograde experience. This retrograde is forcing you to wade through the muck of your relationship trauma and come out of it stronger and more prepared to embrace a deeper love. I'm just going to pray and hope that it does not deal with me. So for Aries. Oh, I was about to read it. Uh, I have mine just oh. for Aries. Um, for me, Aries, um, it says retrogrades coming for both your schedule and partnerships. Great. Cause I don't have enough fucking going on. <laughs> so instead of being your usual impulsive self, you may want to pause and think before making moves unresolved relationship issues are likely to crop up during this time, during the first half of retrograde. So approach these with sensitive conversations and compassion. After that, you'll find it, find it's hard to find your groove time-wise. So be careful not to double book yourself and get into a pickle. Now, if that don't sound like retrograde trying to fuck me in the ass a motherfucking again, then I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't even know what my rising is. Because I'm just mad about the first part. Okay, Leo. (sighs) It's just going to be a rough time. 
<laughs> retrograde may your social life may hit may take a hit during this retrograde communication clashes as logistical errors can make you make it hard for you to pin down any set pin. so apparently communication friendship social life and, and schedules between this potential for confusing conversations email snags and money miscalculations interacting with the world could feel like a headache oh that's normal but this is why it's more tickets slow instead of rushing through your to-do list or scrambling to catch up or on correspondence Take a deep breath and do one thing at a time. That's not helpful to me in any capacity. And lastly, Scorpio. As a sensitive as a sensitive water sign, it's usually easy for you to connect with your thorough wisdom of your higher self, Scorpio. But during this retrograde, it may be a struggle. Oh God. You know what? How long is this retrograde? My ass is gonna sleep. To the first. The whole well damn. I have to work. Yeah. But do. Ugh. Okay. Anyway, during this retrograde, it may be a struggle for clear, to clearly interpret your intuition. Instead of rushing to conclusions, it's time to sit with your feelings, let them simmer as clarity will, will come with time. Additionally, friendship drama could crop up during the final weeks of retrograde. But if a disagreement is brewing, you're okay to bow out and excuse yourself. Well, I don't got no friends, so. My friends is um, my, my job at this point. Oh, my God. At this point. What app are you on? Uh, just reading the, like, um, normal Oh, one. So my Ooh, Amazon's closing two facilities. Oh my lord! So um, Mercury's going to be stationed in my eleventh house of community. Um, so that's basically friendships for me. Um, that's for my Sagittarius. I may not find trouble in my friend group at all, but the process of reconnecting with old colleagues, acquaintances, teammates you've lost touch with. After all, they might have something to teach you. Prepare to learn about. What makes a team work rather than work against each other? Retrogrades back into your 10th house of reputation and social standing on September 23rd. You may find yourself coming to terms with some of the mistakes you've made, namely in your career. You may reconnect with your old boss or even a former mentor as they might have some sage advice that helps you move forward. So it sounds like it's just going to be old people coming back into my life to teach me something new. It's not going to be very hard, which I'm grateful for. Um, Scorpio, which is my moon. Oh, Lord. That's what I said. Stationing in your 12th house, in your spiritual 12th house, which could bring you face-to-face -face with your inner demons. Why the fuck would you even try that? <laughs> However, your will to succeed is stronger than any fears you might have, especially your emotions are also your most motivating force. May feel more quiet and reserved during this time. It's also giving your subconscious a change to piece together what's been missing. Retrograde rolls back into your 11th house in the community of September 23rd. Interesting developments in your social life. Okay, so again, old dynamics, old friends trying to pop up. Cool. Libra, which is my rising. It literally is in the fucking Libra sign, which is mm -hmm. who are you? Libra and no. I'm not talking about who you are when someone else needs you. I'm talking about what the personality you adopt when you're in people pleaser mode. Oh fuck! I'm talking about the real you. Oh. Once Mercury retrograde re-enters your twelfth house of spirituality and healing on September twenty third, the tone of this transit will shift to something even more deep, deep and more internal. During this last phase of Mercury retrograde, you may find that your dreams become more vivid and your emotions seem even more intense. Okay, so. 
to wrap it up, basically my retrograde is older people who once have been good in my life are coming back, who like I've just lost touch with. Okay, boom. The second is I'm going to have to do some emotional work, which I feel like I've been doing that already. So I feel like it's going to be really seamless. And then the third one with my ascending is basically just telling me that um, I'm going to just have to um, focus on work, which I'm cool with. I'm okay with that. My retrograde seems like it's going to be a pain in the fucking ass a fucking again. Like, I don't have enough going the fuck on. And, like, she didn't ruin it the first time. So, we'll see. I'm not excited. I usually don't mind retrograde, but after this last fucked shitty ass retrograde, I swear to God. I well, swear to God. Retrograde's just been, I don't know. Like, I swear to God. I'm going to kill myself. When retrograde fucked me up, like, I literally was in bed for four days because it just, I was just not doing it. And this time it's three weeks. Good God. Okay, so the next one. I finally tighten this. I feel better now. The next topic is all about manifestations. Uh, before we go into that, please remember, okay, Mercury retrograde is not always a bad thing. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Stop being, stop it. Mercury retrograde is not always a bad thing. Yes, it is. Mercury retrograde is literally a fucking test to see if all the shit you've been dealing with, bad. if you're going to fall back into old habits. Bad. Okay. Um, when a lot of people say, hey, your ex is Papa, this is to warn you. Do not that they're bad too. give the fuck in. If you are moving forward, do not fucking look back. Do not talk to anybody. Do not try and fuck anybody new. Don't try and do any of that shit. Focus on your fucking self until at least October 1st. Uh, ooh, excuse me. That was the biggest burp of my life. I was not expecting that. I'm drinking strawberry Dr. Pepper. It's so good. Also, retrograde sucks. You guys, don't fucking listen to her, okay? Listen to me. Now, I know retrograde sucks. It does. But it's not always a bad thing. If you are doing the work and you just, like, seamlessly... If you can understand what the fuck is happening and you can try and identify what's happening before the bad shit happens, then okay, cool. Mercury retrograde is definitely going to beat somebody's ass. Mine. They're just fucking ignoring it. And just going through life not giving a fuck. Me. But ever since Victoria gave me the retrograde book, the Mercury Mercury retrograde book, I constantly read it because I'm just like, I need to know how is this going to affect me. It's going to affect me by fucking me in the ass a fucking again. Um, if you guys want to know why it wants to fuck me in the ass, please let me know. You can go to, um, for me, I use charts which is the app that we've got we guys told you about before um and she'll act they'll actually tell you the transits that happens like currently and all of that or um the horoscope page that i just read for mine was stylecaster.com because they work with a astrological and a tarot lady who does who writes up all the horoscopes um but next topic um manifestations manifestation manifestations because if you guys don't know like vic said she um got her new promotion what you guys Woo! don't know is that this girl has been manifesting this position 
so fucking hard. And it's so crazy because for a while, she was just like, I don't know if I'm going to get the position. I'm just going to start looking everywhere else. But when other people like came in for the interviews, like I remember she called me, she was like, I just like, she's not going to get it. Like, I I don't want her to get it. Like, she's not going to get it. It's my position, my position. And then a week later, she's like, oh yeah, the lady didn't get it. And I was just like, bitch, it's yours. You got this. Like, this is, this is what you need. So I feel as though Vic manifested the fuck out of this. Like, she manifested the fuck out of this job, out of this promotion. Like, the last couple months, she has been on her shit with work. She's been making sure that this school has everything they need for these new students coming in. Even though she may feel like her life is in a fucking train wreck. Um, it is. <laughs> she has been- what do you feel? <laughs> feel like bitch it is <laughs> the fuck are you talking about <laughs> fucking world flipped upside down but you know sometimes it's on the most inconvenient time of my period of life that's very true it could have been it could have been more convenient for me She's watching fucking New Girl or That Girl or whatever. It's called New Girl. It's hilarious. But um, I've already watched it like 16 times. It's my comfort show. Oh, my God. I thought those were my glasses on here. thought I just flipped my glasses off. This- <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay. I'm fine. So it's fine. We're going to go. We're going to ask Vic a couple questions about how she manifested this. And um, as a manifesting generator, how this helped her. Um, and how she goes about her manifestations because even though we spoke about manifestations before, we didn't do like a really quick deep dive on it. Um, so Victoria, Kiana, oh my god, here we go, here we fucking go, you guys. Um, as a manifesting generator, what is your on the human design app? What does it tell you how to manifest or how what like what manifestations help you like? the way of doing it so on human design it will tell you like um how you personally can manifest mm-hmm. um everybody's human design is different so even if you are a manigen you will probably you might have a different manifestation mm-hmm. level than i do but i manifest non-specifically so i can manifest really any way i feel like it and i can go as deep as i want to or as like vague as i want to okay Does that answer your question? I wanted you to go a little bit more deeper, but it's okay. Oh, but I mean, that's the basics of it. Okay. So, but I guess if you're actually looking at your chart, the arrows that are kind of by the crown, mm-hmm. so it's like the chakras, and it looks like a, kind of the top half of a human. Mm-hmm. It's despite the fact that your chakras go all the way to your feet. Let's remember that, y'all. Anyway, um, there's arrows. So there's usually two arrows at the top, two arrows at the bottom. The arrows determine your manifestation practice, your manifestation way. So my arrows are facing away from each other, meaning I manifest uh, specifically or not specifically. Okay. Is the way to look at it. Um, When you, do you feel like you manifested this job like I do? I will say yes Mm -hmm. and no, because... When the job first went vacant, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll get filled soon. I'm not that worried about it, right? 
And I was also wanting still to go in higher ed. I just knew that I wanted, I was mostly aiming more towards fraternity sorority life because I enjoy being around my sorority. So I was like, you know, I enjoy more fraternity sorority life. I would love orientation, of course, because that's my first love, but FSL was always a good time. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to look at other schools and see. But as I got deeper into learning more about orientation, I fell more and more in love with orientation. So I was like, okay. We started interviewing for the position probably September because we couldn't do it in the summer because it was just too much going on. I think Melissa started doing interviews for the position around September of last year because um, Eli left July of la- June or July of last year. I'm pretty sure it was June of last year. Um, so we started, we did two interviews. We did a, a guy that worked at CSU at one point and he worked in res life, but he just, his interview was just not all that. Apparently I wasn't there. I can't tell you. He did have an issue with Rolo and that's an issue with me. So kind of happy he didn't get the position. And then the other guy, he was cool. I guess the issue there was with him was we were doing, so interviewing, when you interview for higher ed, it's an all day thing. Like it starts at like 9 a.m. It ends around two o'clock in the afternoon. It's an all day process because you meet with so many different departments depending on your position. And orientation is very involved in most departments of the campus. So you have to meet with a lot of people. And so we were at the lunch portion of his interview and we were talking about some show. Is there like a reality show out of Alabama or something? It is Florida Bama Shore. No. This one had black people. Um, 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 Huntsville. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, Mar- marriage of Huntsville or some shit like that. It's so right. So he knows a couple of the couples because apparently they all went to the same HBCU. Yeah. So he knew some of the couples and we were talking to, they were talking about it. I'm not a reality show person. I don't talk about it. I was just sitting there listening. They're talking about it and he says something, something, something about the girl. I was like, yeah, she's a whore. And so we're in your lunch interview. Like we're having lunch, we're talking. And so that was the first weird thing that happened. And then William asked him a question about like fraternity sorority life. So the, originally the position is an assistant director position, meaning you'll be over orientation, SGA and fraternity sorority life. So William would go to them for like his one-on-ones and stuff. Yeah. So William asked him a question about fraternity sorority life, about Panhellenic side, because of course, if you go to HBC, you know the HBC side. Mm-hmm. He knew nothing about Panhellenic. Nothing about IFC, which is the white fraternities. Yeah. Nothing. A little bit of a red flag. So <laughs> his just did not go well. Then he met with Melissa at the end, and she just wasn't. It just wasn't. It just wasn't to be. So after that, I was kind of like, okay, well, I can. I like to. So water is kind of my element when it comes to spirituality. So I like to manifest sometimes in the shower or in the tub or outside like if it's raining mm-hmm. so i just was like you know in the shower like you know it'd be so great to like have the position at csu i wouldn't have to move i would like it a lot and you know it was the school that gave me my second chance so why not like go for it right mm-hmm. so that's kind of how i started start thinking more and more about it and then you know i would randomly be like hi john I would love to, you know, be the orientation coordinator if y'all would, you know, lower the position. And I would just randomly tell people, like, it'd be great if you just lower the position, just lower the position. And then the summer started. Okay, you press the thing. The summer started and I was working more heavily, getting stuff done for orientation. And Melissa pulled me to the side for one of our one-on-ones. It had to be a one-on-one or she just randomly asked me. Um, But she was just like, how would you feel if, you know, oh, we had, okay. In March, 
March or April, we had another lady come for the interview and I was determined that she was going to get it. I was like, oh yeah, she's getting it. You know, let's start looking at other places. Let's start figuring out like, <sighs> redoing your resume, getting it more higher ed prepared, well, stuff like that. Really ready to fucking up and leave me. So because I knew this lady was gonna get it, like yeah. I knew it, knew it, knew it, knew it, knew it, knew it. Her interview went so great. Everybody said such great things to say. The students were in love. Like I mean, I was like, yeah, she's gonna definitely get it. She even made. We were at the lunch thing, the lunch interview part. She made friends with a bunch of basketball players. <laughs> <laughs> at your interview like i was like oh yeah she's definitely gonna get it right yeah and she passed on it and i was like mm, that's suspicious but i was telling my mom about it and i feel like my mother's a very strong manifester yeah and she's like no it's yours you you it's yours it's, it's yours it's yours boy. i was like mom no like she has the qualifications she yeah. got a bigger school she wants to downgrade to a smaller school like csu and she has all the qualifications everybody loves she's like no it's yours it's yours. Mm. And so she ended up declining the position. And so we pulled we pulled into the summer. No orientation coordinator. Me, Melissa, and the team. Okay. <laughs> and we killed it this summer. And um, so I started just kind of being like a little bit more serious about like, okay, what do I do with the position? Now I want a position. Like I work my butt off. I love the job. I love the students. I want to continue to do it. I don't want to move. And I like my school. And it's just like there's just so many growth opportunities that I could have at CSU if I was able to stay. Yeah. Especially because they kept putting me on different committees. Like they were like this committee, this committee. I'm in like four different committees. I don't even know how. I don't even know how. <laughs> and so Melissa pulled me aside one day and was like, how would you feel if you were able to stay at CSU? And I said, of course, I would love to stay. If you have an opportunity, I would love to stay. Yeah. But yeah. Where was I? Oh, Melissa. Yeah. Um, she asked me how I felt like staying, and I was like, of course, I'd love to stay, but that was like early summer. Yeah. Completely forgot about the conversation. Midsummer, she said, pulled me aside, said it again. And I was like, okay. And you know, you don't have that, you know how I have freakishly good hearing? Mm -hmm. Like, it's a little creepy. Yeah, it's fucking weird. She has ears like a fucking fox, y'all. <laughs> so here I am. We're at orientation. I'm minding my business. And I was walking past Melissa. Or I was talking to Melissa about something. And I was walking away. She turned towards John, who is her boss. Mm -hmm. And she said, I'm not doing this another summer. We're going to have to figure it out. And we're going to have to figure it out quick. <laughs> and I heard her say it. And I just walked away. Because I was like, mind your business, Victoria. Mind your business. And I forgot. Yeah. So I went home. I went home. Because my mother, love her to death. We wanted to see Hamilton. And despite the fact that I told her that I was free after the 5th of August, did not matter to her because she 100% booked tickets for Hamilton in the middle of the week. Yeah. So I had to fly to Tennessee on the 2nd. The show was on the 3rd. And I flew back on the 4th. Like, that's how I was in Tennessee for 32 hours. Exactly. 32 hours. And so me and my mom went to see Hamilton. And I most added a meeting on my calendar for um the that the fourth yeah. which to me did not register because on the fourth i'm at school all day anyway because we had to prep for the orientation the next yeah. day so it did not register in my mind but i had the head leaders on top of stuff i was like do this do this do this do this like i had them planned out for the day i was gone because so i didn't want to come back and nothing was done and i had to act a fool yeah and I had the new head leaders come in to shadow. And by the time I got back, because I was like, okay, I need to get back in time to meet with the new head leaders, get the old head leaders together and get ready for pre-brief with the team. So I get off the plane on time and then I miss the groom. I miss the groom by like a minute. 
because I couldn't find it. So I call them and I'm like, okay, I miss, I don't see the groom. And they're like, oh, it just left. Damn. You didn't even call nobody talking about, hey, are you coming? You don't, you don't call nobody. Yeah. Also, it was my fault that I missed the groom. My plane left Tennessee late by like 10 minutes. But it tried to make, it made it up in the air, but they still left me. Anyway, so I called, they put me on the next groom, which was at 1215. I got in at like 1130. I was, I didn't check a bag. So I was literally supposed to be at the groom at 1145. Missed it by a minute. So they put me on the 1215 groom. I was like, okay. So I called Melissa and I'm like, okay, I missed my groom. I will be there around like one o'clock, 2.30, maybe the latest, just in case there's traffic in Atlanta. And she's like, okay, we have a meeting at three with John, who's a, once again, yeah. boss. And I was like, okay. And I thought we were talking about orientation. Yeah. Because I was like, why else would we be with John? Yeah. <laughs> and so I make it, I make it to Columbus at like 2.30 and I speed to school. Okay, it's only a 10 minute drive. And I got there, I got to school at 2.35. Yeah, <laughs> sped my behind to school. Like jumped out the car, ran up the stairs to go meet with the head leaders before they would try to disappear. Um, and they already did all the work I needed them to do. They picked up their hours for the week. They figured out what they wanted to do. Like one's parent family, one's mentors, one's this, that. They already figured everything out by the time I got there. I was like, oh, okay. So that was weird. I love your head leaders. Me too. They're so on top of things. They had dates planned. It was great. Yeah. Um. So then I left them to go meet with Melissa and John, and we were walking. And Melissa was like, "I was like, so we're just talking about orientation." She's like, "In a way," and it's okay because <laughs> I'm not a person that understands subtle hints. She is okay. I need it to be spelled <laughs> out in uh, her face like a fucking billboard. Yeah. With arrows pointing at like. Victoria, read. Yeah, me. I'm done, and it's so funny because I can read people. She but if I'm, very well. I, if I'm not paying attention, then it's, I'm just like it's off her shoulder. Yeah, it's not. Care. It's just not registering to me. <laughs> oh, she said in a way, and I was like, oh, okay. So here I am thinking about orientation, right? And I'm like, okay. So he probably wants to know about these things that I've told him. Listen, in the past, I'm sure she's already told him. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about the things I've told her, bitch. So we get to his office, and he was like, um. Okay, Victoria, I have a question. And I was like, okay, right. And I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, and he says, how would you feel about uh, coming on full time? And he said, this is the funny part he said. And he's he's so funny. He was like this. In no way, shape, or form. In no way, shape, or form, okay, is this a formal job offer. But no way, shape, or form yet. And I said, okay. He said, okay. How would you feel about coming on full time? And I sat there and I had the I knew I had the biggest smile on my face. And I was like, oh, I would love it. <laughs> and he was like, okay. Okay, well, we have to figure out the details and iron it out. And he was telling me like the good and the bad and the ugly um about going full time. And yeah, it's I'm a full-time girly. <laughs> and so I was full-time for orientation and parent and family. So I am the interim parent and family coordinator. Mm-hmm. Now the plan is when I graduate in December that Which I will go she's officially announced. Yes, on I have her public story. I, on Instagram. I have posted that I am graduating in December. So she graduates in December. Woo, 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 woo. I did not tell many people that I decided to graduate early. Um, which is so funny because I'm such a competitive person and I only wanted to graduate early because somebody else was, and now they're not graduating <laughs> early anymore. And I just find that so funny. You see how petty she is? It's not the pettiness. It's really like, <laughs> I'm not going to let you take my position, which I don't know why I was worried about it because she, they were going to get the position anyway. Is this somebody I know? Yeah. Oh, the person I know. Yes. <laughs> LOL. 
But I thought at that moment that sh- like they would get the position and I wouldn't. That's before you knew them very well. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I can't let the I can't let the hoes beat me. You yeah. know, that's where I was at in life. Can't let them beat you. I'm so fucking. Um. But yeah. So it was just. Oh, excuse me. It was. And Sean asked, and I was like, yeah. So hopefully, the plan is by December that I'll be um full time position. Full-time orientation coordinator, so I can finally put it on my door. But I moved into a bigger office. I work full-time hours. I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm in so many meetings, so many meetings. I have to meet with so many different people. But the good thing is I already picked spring dates, so we are good for spring. I just met with UITS about our registration process, and that's going to get better. And it looks like it's a lot better. I do need to email Josh because he did not send me the screenshots, and I will I will act a fool. So I'm gonna email him again tomorrow because I need that we have a first test on the seventh and I don't have any screenshots, Joshua. So don't make me call you a boss, because I'll call him. And yeah, so it's just been right now we're trying to figure out fall dates for in-person orientations. But yeah, it's been great. It's been fun. It's been fun and it's been great. Yeah. And I love it. But I oh, I guess I never really explained how I actually manifested. I just told you the kind of the process of how I got to it. Mm-hmm. The manifestation part, the biggest manifestation I did, other than like the normal, the random, like saying it randomly, I would say it randomly. I'd be like, oh, I really want the orientation coordinating position at CSU. I would just randomly say it. The big thing happened. Um, it moved so fast after I did this. The new, the full moon for Leo season. So my, I'm a Leo rising. And so Leo gate, the lion's gate is a big portal for literally anyone because it's a portal. But as a Leo rising, I knew to take advantage. <laughs> and I did. Okay. <laughs> so I wrote a few manifestations down. But the biggest one was the, I want to be the orientation coordinator at Columbus State University in Columbus, Georgia. I'm never very specific with my yeah. manifestations. But sometimes if you don't get specific, the universe will move your ass. Yeah. And be like, you said you want to be an orientation it'll coordinator. Be like, it'll be like <laughs> days, maybe months, mm-hmm. maybe years, maybe weeks. Like, Sometimes being specific is the main thing that that works. Yeah, so I wrote it down and then I, usually I burn my manifestations, but I didn't burn this one. I took rosebuds because I'm a kitchen witch, took rosebuds, sprinkled it all over the paper, lit a white candle and left it burning all night with a, I have a cracked clear quartz that has all the chakras on it and I put my chakras on top of it. It's actually staying still on my altar. I put it on my altar. And yeah, and I wrote the date. Um the date and i was just like okay two to three weeks later being offered full-time yeah so that's the way i usually just manifest kind of out loud randomly like mm-hmm. oh i would like this to happen i would like this i would like this but that was the biggest one for me was to write it down and i don't write my man and some people do and some people will tell you, like, spiritual people will be about TikTok or whatever you listen to or whoever you're on will tell you, like, oh, you need to write them down. Yeah. Whatever works for you, honestly, because you could manifest literally anywhere, in my opinion. Now, it depends on your manifestation style. I can't tell you what to do. I'm not your mama. But, yeah. For me, um, manifestation. Is your mic on? Like, yeah, it's green. Oh, okay. Just so um, if it needs to hear both of us. Because remember last time it didn't hear us very well. I think it's because I have your mic now. Probably so. Because I I sound loud. Yeah, probably so. But um, for me, manifestation has been popping up really. Let me pull this up to my mouth. <laughs> Manifestations have been popping up like 
really fucking um about it i at least need to like let me yeah. send out some emails you definitely have to put the work in like you can't just yeah. be like oh i want this and not do anything yeah, not to like work, work towards it it's not going to it's not going to come at you the way you want
Trey in this therapy has just been a blessing his behind. Love it. Okay, sorry. What spirituality means to us. Um, So after this entire journey that you're currently on, because it is a, I don't want people to think that this journey just stops. It it literally happens every fucking day, 24, seven hours a day. Like it's not going to change. Like you're on a journey your entire fucking life. Life is a fucking journey. Get get used to it. Um, But during this entire journey, you're like you're currently on right now. What oh gosh he just must know when (laughs) we're together he has to (laughs) what does spirituality mean to you i told this to alex when she asked me like where i was and where i am now and i told her when i met her i was love and light and now i'm in like a very kind of dark feminine type of mode like i've i'm embracing my dark feminine energy Mm -hmm. which is so funny because I still dress like <laughs> love and light, but I don't like dark clothing. I like pink and white and gold, and I like frilly and pearls. So you gonna accept this soft girl energy? 
before I ruin your life with this villainous energy. And it's very funny. I love being a walking contradiction. So it's been like a thing for me my whole entire life. My chart, my human design chart, Alex is reading it, walking contradiction. I'm the human definition of a walking contradiction. It's creepy. I love it. Anyway, um, I would say my, what was the question? What does spirituality mean to you? It means hell. Let's be honest here because you out here breaking generational curses that you did not cause. So these ancestors better be happy I have yet to die because I've got some choice motherfucking words, oh bitch. Because how dare you? At the end, at, that's the end of the sentence. How dare you? Because they have ruined so much. You know, the white man has ruined a lot. Yeah. These ancestors have done nothing to be helpful. And I get it. You know, you did what you had to do to survive. Okay, I get that. But why I got to break it? Okay, I'm tired. That's what I'm at. It's fun. It's hellish. It's tiring. Um, and it's bullshit. All in, rolled up to one big old thing. <laughs> because you out here breaking generational curses. Why you got to be put through hell? I don't know. Because it's like, whose karma am I dealing with? Because I know it's not mine. I'm too nice of a motherfucking person. Yeah. I know it's not me. So whose karma am I dealing with? And like, it's so crazy. Because I... Church has been a thing for me, but I enjoyed the service yesterday. Mm -hmm. And the lady on the pulpit, which is why I posted this post today, the post I posted today, she was like, um, such an interesting white woman, first off. Mm -hmm. Like she, Gucci jacket, okay, Gucci, okay. <laughs> Gucci jacket, bright, sparkly black pants. I was like, you're an interesting woman. Huge earrings, it was crazy, it was crazy. She was crazy, I loved her. Anyway. Um, what'd she say? She said something about how she was like, you ask God and I use God in a very general sense. Yeah. You ask God to like remove the obstacles in your life, remove the toxicity in your life, remove these things that no longer serve you. Then you get mad when they break, when someone breaks up with you or like something <laughs> happens or something ends. And she's like, you're so upset that you, it's like this person broke up with you. You being upset by that is not going to let in the blessing of the person that's obsessed with you, that wants to chase you around the house. If that didn't end, then you wouldn't have the new person you have now. Bitch, she was just reading into people's asses, including my own. Bitch, and I was I like, bitch, I, I will like, be back next Sunday. So I'm tempted to go up on Sunday. But like, that's that's where I am. She was all up in my motherfucking mind, bitch. You need to tell me her name so I can see if I can follow her on social media. Her name is Kim something. But the is church is called- white? Yes. Bitch, if this is the Kim lady that I follow who is in Atlanta, bitch. Look her up. It might be. Because I think this the lady. When I tell she's you. Doing this, a, sir, she's doing a. She's doing a. blonde? Kind of. Yep. Yeah, uh, she's doing a. Who I follow. Because <laughs> this bitch be reading people down to She be hell. reading people down to hell. I, I loved am it. obsessed with her. Um, But she was. It's just so interesting. And I think it was just honestly the inspiration I needed for her. The things I had to go through today. But like, that's where I'm at. Spirituality is whatever you make it. So right now for me, it's hellish. But I just had such a good beginning part of spirituality. Yeah. I think right now I have to go through the bullshit. Because I've been able to heal my inner child. I've been able to heal my inner teen. And now I need to heal my early 20-year-old self. Because I'm getting 30. I can't believe I'm getting 30. I'm so excited. Like, I know some people hate to age. I'm like, yes, bitch. I feel like when I age, I'm aging into myself, does like my have, soul. Like, does she have short hair? Yes. Yeah. 
She was on Preachers of Atlanta. If y'all don't know who that is, y'all need to go look her up. That's my girl. I love her. Well, we went to her church. Yeah. And I'm probably going to go back on Sunday because I had a good old time. Okay, well, can we also go? Oh, fuck. I can't. Mm -mm, You won't be in town. I'm going to be, well, I'm going to be in Miami. Then I have to go to Fayetteville the next Sunday. Oh, well, then we can go. No, remember Fayetteville for the wedding on that Sunday. What time's the wedding? Is that me or you? That's me. Okay, good. Because that's a triggering sound for me. (laughs) What time's the wedding? Um, I have to be there at one. Oh, girl, we can go because church over at one. Mm-hmm. So I just need to bring my so bring your stuff, my camera stuff with me. Yeah, I mean, and it's a very casual church. People are there in jeans, girl. But yeah, when I Hannah, okay. So anybody who's looking for her, her name is the Real Talk Kim on Instagram. Yep, that sounds just like. Um, let me see. Hold on, let me pull her up again. That sounds just like her because she was real talking to me. Yeah. And so I was like, not was you on, coming for my life. Of Atlanta. I didn't even know that was a show. Yeah. The, she actually is building a campus downtown Atlanta. So she will have one down there that she will be preaching out on Sundays. Ugh, excuse me. But yeah. So for me, spirituality is a little bit of everything because you're going to you're gonna have to go through, like how they say in the church, you're going to have to go through the valleys to get to the mountain. Yeah. Okay. You going through some motherfucking valleys around here. Okay. Because the beginning was okay. Like, I wasn't too stressed out or anything. Oh, yep. That's Kim. Yeah, girl. This real Did she have her Kim. outfit on she wore yesterday? Did you see um, it? This is from a day ago. She is on. Go to my Limitless Church. Click on the church. I wonder if they posted a picture. Her outfit yesterday was bomb. I was like, ma'am, I need these pants. Oh, yep. There it is. There it is. Look at her. That's a Gucci jacket. Yeah. That was the praise team. They did really, really good. Oh, my God. There it go, the full thing. Yes, look at that outfit. I love that. It's Louis Vuitton. It's no, Louis. No, I think the jacket says, no, the, I'm pretty sure the jacket oh. says Gucci on the back. Well, it just has different patches on there. Yeah, it has a bunch Chanel of different patches Louis. on it. But for anybody who wants to follow her, I, I can't believe you follow Kim. Yeah, <laughs> because I. You could have totally hung out with me and mom then. I fell, out, I fell in love with hearing one of her. She preached something. Maybe like two years ago when I was like really like you know what would be so interesting to like can t- go and like get close to her and be like you want to be on the podcast girl to see like the dick because honestly with that service I didn't yeah. feel out of place yeah. like when I went to that big old Baptist church with my mother and yeah. I was like when you went back home disgusting but this one I was like okay Victoria I'm yeah. not coming back on Sunday it's just you know the hour and twenty two minutes is a little much but yeah. I don't mind it because I can spend the day in the land of but then. you know what I've realized like um. For me, I I always feel out of place when it comes to one, a church ran by a man, and two, a church ran by an older man who um because my mom's church before like the church that I was in before like I left for college was classified as non-denominational, but the deacons that he had in his congregation we're very fucking Baptist. And for me, I just don't like that. Like y'all, like one of those ladies, it was like I had just turned 18 and I had got my first tattoo and it was on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it said my dad's name. And um, no, it was Romans 837. We're more than conquerors. Right. And um, one of the older ladies was like, uh, I know you're not marking up your body. I said, and I know your son ain't sleeping with that girl when he got a wife. I'm talking about I was 18, fresh, fresh 18. And she looked at me like I was crazy. 
And my mama told her she was like, "You're such a savage." Because I was like, <laughs> oh my like, god, a lot of people at my old church. Oh were my fucking god, me. you're so yeah, fucking funny, fucking bitch. Me, no, I, that's just that hypo. That's just the hypocritical. Team. Like I was church in, yeah, bullshit. I was in the praise dance team. I was in choir. Oh my I was god, one that's of the teens who so was always helping. Fucking funny, like bitch. you're the, so fucking funny. The pastor. I claim the pastor is like my fucking grandfather because I loved him so much. Like he was literally a grandfather to us. But when I started taking a step back and seeing like you guys treat us differently, like we're going to fucking Bible study every goddamn week. We're And I am just like, okay, I don't. I started to second guess everything. Second guess everything, everything, everything. So... No, that's hilarious. Yeah, no. What was interesting about this Hold church? On. You said this thing about the church. Which thing? Um, how about how they're just hypocritical? Oh, so mom was sitting over here on the couch, and yeah. I was in the kitchen making breakfast um, yesterday, and she was like, "Yeah." I was like, "So, are you sad that the boys didn't go to church with you?" And she's like, "Yeah, you know." I was like, "I talked to Veron because mom's birthday was last Sunday." Yeah, and she wanted the boys to go to church. And Victor said no. Victor Victor rarely says no. Victor is not one to have his boundaries are weird. <laughs> but Victor doesn't say no like that's not a word that little Victor says and my mom was like asked him and he said no and she was like I was shocked I was like that's shocking because little Victor don't say no to nobody yeah um but and she's like I don't know why y'all have such like an issue with the church I said it's not the church it's just the people of the church the people in the church the people yeah. that think they claim that they're Christians are churchy so it's not really the church that we have a problem mm-hmm. with and I was like yo yo I mean I feel like that's just this generation in general because y'all your generation no offense to the gen x yeah why I think I don't know what the hell they are. Ex. Something. The one before they are right before us, right? Yeah. No, no, no. They're two before us. It's Gen X. Hold on, let me go look. Because I think it's Gen X. How old's mom? 55, 56. Gen X age range is uh 42 to 57. Oh. So our parents are Gen X. Um, but well, our mothers are genetic. I feel like there's one generation between us because it was like their generation and they weren't the ones no, in the boomers. 2000s. Boomers are 1955 to 1964. Gen X is 65 to 80. Millennials are 81 to 96. And then Gen Z is 97 to 2012. That's crazy. Okay, well, elder millennials is probably the ones I'm thinking of because we're younger millennials, technically. Anyway, um, but like, you know, that generation didn't ask no questions. Yeah. Millennials, while we don't ask many questions, we're going to ask a few questions. And Gen X or Gen Z, whatever the hell they are, these newer ones. Yeah, Gen Z. Bitch, they, they will air your shit out. They going to come with a motherfucking whole fucking Binder. examination. <laughs> they going to be like, why? What color were these eyes? Do you know this person? Yeah. And like, our generation is like, Our parents okay. were latchkey kids, really. More, okay, we'll deal with it for a little while. Yeah. But then after a while, we'll get fed up and be like, and the thing with millennials because now we're the ones with the adult money, shit will shut down when we don't yeah, go. Yeah, because I'm not... Because Gen... No offense to whatever you are, Gen Z. Yeah. I don't fucking Gen know. X. No, the babies. Oh, the ones Gen that are first. Yeah. Um, no offense, but y'all got no money. Yeah, you no. Know? Well, I mean, actually, the influencers got money. But, yeah, you know, they don't really... Yeah. They don't really pay attention to things that have worth or value. Yeah. But it's For- just so... So funny, but yeah, she was like, "Why are I talking the church?" I was like, "It's not really the church; it's just the people and the yeah, pieces the and the thing and the, the disgustingness that happens and the fact that everybody likes to hide everything." <laughs> like, yeah. If you want to know the full reason, but yeah, she was just like, "For me, I I feel the same way just because like here's the crazy part: so my pastor,
Why? That is the definition of God don't Walking like ugly. God don't like ugly. And the entire sermon, nobody realized he was outside with his head cracked open, bleeding. God right? doesn't like ugly. So That's hilarious. Wife, so the wife ended up going and taking him to the hospital. I saw this, um, I don't know if it was a TikTok, a post, a tweet, I don't know, it was something. I saw something, and this man said, do you know why the church is so popular with people? And someone was like, oh, no, like, why is it so popular? And he was like, because you can't scare a bunch of brave individuals into knowing what they know. Like, 
with people that are scared and don't have any ideas of what they want to do in life, they need something to cling on to. And mm-hmm. that's the church. And people they were like, he was like on some new segment. And they were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, he just came for the church. Yeah. So you're about to be crucified. They'd be like, they said, you thought Jesus was bad? You next nigga. Yeah. That's what they said. That's what they said. Because he was a black man. Yes, that's what but they said. But you know, I fully believe that. I would like to point out that oh. crystals are actually in the Bible. Yeah. Um, in the chest. And so, so, little rude, but okay. To, um... All right, guys, we, uh, I'm fucking aggravated even more now. Um, <laughs> so we ended up doing the spirituality aspect um, of how I feel like, you know, my spirituality is mine and it means peace, happiness. I feel more at home, all of that. Um, it missed everything. It, it literally missed 20, so, like 27 minutes. minutes. Yeah. So. We're going to have to find either new software or something, figure it out. I don't know what's going on with Anchor, but I'm very... Um, I'll look into some software. I mean, the only software they're saying is better is like GarageBand. Yeah, but I got to figure out why I can't get any freaking stuff on this thing. Okay. That well, just aggravates me. We did an Am I the Asshole. One is the asshole. The other one's not. No, both. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> The one that was the asshole was this girl who didn't stand up for her girlfriend and her mother was a piece of shit. Yeah. And mine was, um, <laughs> am I am I the asshole for telling this lady her baby was a waste of space? It was a fucking doll. The lady was being a dick by not moving a fucking stroller. And the girl who thinks she's the asshole actually had a sick 11-month-old child with her. And yeah. Um, but it literally missed like 20, 20, 20 fucking minutes. The whole thing. So, literally. Um, so this is our sign off. Again. As always, I'm Victoria. I'm Kiana. And we will see y'all when we see y'all. All right, bye. Bye. If you enjoy our podcast, please rate and review us on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the T3 Podcast. Make sure to come back next week for our new episode. Until then, this is Victoria. And Kiana. And don't forget to grab your cup of tea or tequila.